Hello, and welcome to After the Accident, where experienced personal injury lawyers share essential information you should know before you hire a lawyer or talk to the insurance company. This podcast is brought to you by Cooper Hurley Injury Lawyers. Thanks for joining us today. Picture this. You are cruising down the highway one day after work. You notice that traffic starts to slow down, and you slow down too. The next moment, boom. Someone runs their car into the back of yours. You lose consciousness. When you come to, you're terrified and disoriented. Thankfully, you have no signs of serious physical injuries. But in the days and weeks to come, you notice that you are dizzy, nauseous, and have difficulty concentrating. What do you do? My name is Cassidy Lewis, and I'm with Cooper Hurley Injury Lawyers. Every day, we help people that have been seriously injured in car, truck, and motorcycle wrecks. Our client was in a rear-end collision like the one I described. Her story proves that rear-end collisions are not as simple as they may seem. Her attorney, Griffo Hanlon, is going to talk about her story and how he was able to get her the compensation she deserves. Take a listen. I was contacted by a friend of mine who's a lawyer here in Hampton Roads, and his soon-to-be sister-in-law had been involved in an accident a few months prior. And we'll call her Sarah. Um, and my client, Sarah, had been driving on Interstate 264 in Virginia Beach and was slowing for traffic ahead, not uncommon for us who are familiar with commuting on 264, 64 throughout Virginia Beach, Norfolk, Chesapeake. And as she slowed for traffic, this car just bang right into the back of her, her vehicle. Um, no signs of slowing, no signs of stopping of any kind and just ran right into the, to the rear of her vehicle. And, you know, as I first met with Sarah and, and what I do with most of my clients is I tell them about how, ask them about how that affected them. You know, what did they feel? How did they experience it? And, you know, Sarah described something that is very frightening, especially to me as a parent and, and anyone else who's a parent is uh, she, she lost consciousness as a result of the impact. And, when she came to, the first thing she recalls is, is saying, where's my daughter? Where's my daughter? Where's my daughter? Um, thankfully, her daughter wasn't in the car with her. But you can imagine the terror that, that Sarah was feeling at that moment. You know, her first instinct, despite the fact that, that she would soon learn that she was hurt in this, this terrible crash, was, uh, what if my daughter was in this vehicle with me? So... Um, Huge collision on, on Interstate 264, and the state troopers had to respond. The Virginia Beach Fire and Rescue had to respond and, and treat Sarah at the scene and take her to the hospital. Um, but, you know, it's not an uncommon type of accident, a rear-end collision on the interstate. Uh, but, but Sarah's crash was certainly a, a severe impact that caused traumatic damage to, to the vehicles involved. For most folks, once they've been involved in a crash, they initially are experiencing this, the traditional types of aches and pains that, that you would think of. Um, you know, body soreness, general fatigue, pain in the neck, pain in the back, um, the normal types of injuries that you see in most collisions. So Sarah was taken by ambulance to uh, a local hospital, one of the major hospitals in, in Virginia Beach, and was, was provided the sort of care that most accidents victims are. Um, they did a physical examination, did some imaging studies, x-rays, and, and more sophisticated type 
uh, pictures of, of the internal parts of her body to check for, for structural damage. And thankfully, she did not have uh, you know, broken bones or, or torn ligaments or anything in her neck or back. Um, so she was discharged and, and experienced those aches and pains that, that actually tend to get worse in, in the few days following a wreck. Um, over that, that seven to ten days uh, following the crash. But that's when things really started to change for Sarah. Um, while her body began to recover, she was noticing that she was suffering some really odd symptoms, uh, cognitive symptoms, and that uh, she was having some difficulty with slurred speech. Her memory just wasn't quite there. Everything seemed a little foggy. She had some nausea, things that she was not experienced and hadn't experienced in the first week or so after the wreck. So Sarah went back and, and sought some, some additional follow-up care and some additional guidance from some specialists, including a neurologist, who eventually diagnosed Sarah with a concussion and, and post-concussive syndrome. And these can have really nasty effects and, and infiltrate every aspect of someone's life from work, home, child rearing. Um, and Sarah really had to go through all those things. She had difficulty at work. She had to turn down a promotion in the months following the wreck because she just couldn't, couldn't do what was gonna be required of her. Um, that, that daughter that she was so fearful was in the back seat um, that thankfully wasn't. Her ability to care for and interact fully with her daughter was completely impaired in the months following this wreck. And it's just tough to maintain a home when, when you don't have your, your senses about you. When I first sat down with Sarah and chatted with her about um, you know the personal injury claim process, what our firm Cooper Hurley can do for folks who've been injured in an accident, she had a few major concerns that, that were uh, on the forefront of her mind. First and foremost, although we were a few weeks since the accident had happened when we first met, she was terrified of her health and the continued symptoms that she was experiencing. And a not an uncommon thought for our, for our clients that Sarah shared was, what if I'm always going to be like this now? What if I'm always going to feel this way? What if I'm always going to have these same concerns about my health? So that was that was number one. That was her number one concern. As her health began to improve, a new obstacle arose for her and a new concern developed. And that was, how on earth am I going to deal with all these medical bills? Um, you know, Sarah was a hardworking woman in our community who was moving up at her job. But despite that, medical debt can be crippling to most anyone. So as she began to get out of the fog that was her, her concussive symptoms and started to think clearly about the situation, that was, was immediately at the forefront of her mind and a concern for her throughout. And she really mentioned to, to me along the way that Griff, I just want to make sure that my medical bills are covered. And I assured her that that, that was one of my goals and, and one of my major goals for her was that she could walk away after all this in an accident that wasn't her fault, that she was seriously hurt in, 
and not suffer financially from from the medical bills and, and the collection actions and actions and things that come along with with large outstanding medical balances. So those are her two primary concerns throughout the case. So I spoke with Sarah and explained to her some of her options, and we decided that what was best for Sarah was that we file a lawsuit for her and push the issue a little bit. Um, what, at the beginning of any, any injury case, you know, we present the claim to the insurance companies and hope that, that voluntary payment will be done, that they'll voluntarily agree to not only cover the medical bills, but pay for the pain, suffering, and inconvenience our clients have gone through. Sometimes that's just not the case, and we need to force the issue, and we do so by filing a lawsuit. So thankfully, we were able to recover for Sarah eventually through the litigation process. Um, litigation is not easy for any client to go through. It's a process where um, the client's being poked and prodded with questions and um, different written questions or deposition questions. But it's a necessary process sometimes to make sure that the insurance company is going to do what is necessary and to make sure that, that we can get full value for what a client like Sarah had gone through. And through the litigation process for Sarah, we were able to get all her medical bills covered, as well as get an additional sum that, that was uh, to compensate Sarah for the pain and suffering she had been through for the 18-month, 24-month period or so following the wreck that, that she had to deal with the, the consequences of, of this incident. So I was very glad that through litigation, we were able to make Sarah whole and to set her up uh, to be able to move forward in a comfortable way. Yeah, so some of the main takeaways for, for folks about uh, from Sarah's case that, that are useful and, and that you know, I took away and, and still uh, am mindful of moving forward in my practice is, you know, first and foremost, a rear end collision in and of itself is not all that uncommon. They happen on our, our roads and interstates through Hampton Roads every day. And initially for Sarah, her incident wasn't unlike many others. Um, the rear end collision, the sore body, the bumps, the bruises. Uh, thus far, seemingly uh, a pretty typical type of rear end collision. But then she began noticing those, those other symptoms, the, the fogginess, the difficulty with memory, the issues with some slurred speech. Um, and the takeaway is, if you notice something like that, see a specialist. Um, Without the, the specialized care that Sarah received, uh, who knows kind of where she would be from a health perspective right now. Thankfully, there was medical intervention. She got the treatment that she needed. Those symptoms subsided and went away over time. And, and Sarah can move on as she was before the wreck. So we're very thankful that Sarah recognized the severity of those symptoms and saw a specialist as was needed. The other takeaway that, that I have from the case, and it's something that um, I need to be mindful of always in, in my job, is that you know I, I do this every day. Uh, every day I'm dealing with lawsuits and litigation. 
So sometimes it can be lost on us lawyers about how daunting of an idea it is for someone to file a lawsuit, to say, yes, let's file a lawsuit against this other person. And for many folks, that's not an easy, easy decision. And for Sarah, that wasn't an easy decision. Um, she wasn't eager to, to file a lawsuit and to go into litigation. And um, I, I appreciate the severity uh, and of that decision for folks. But, but what Sarah's case goes to show is that uh, by committing to uh, you know, taking what legal avenues are available to you and moving forward, she was able to get the recovery that she needed to cover her medical bills and expenses. Um, and she committed to it. And through her hard work and cooperation throughout the process with with me and, and my office, um, you know, we were able to to recover a, a fair amount for. Her. Yeah, so I, I hope that uh, Sarah's case has uh, illustrated for for y'all who are listening um, just one of the many ways that that folks experience the personal injury claim and litigation process, and put put some of you at ease that if you've been in an accident, uh, you you should call a lawyer. Um, don't be intimidated by the process. Don't worry that that things are going to be done uh, without your approval or consent. It's a collaborative process. If you've been in an accident, call a lawyer and call a lawyer at Cooper Hurley Injury Lawyers who can help out and provide you with the assistance that you need. So I appreciate you listening and, and hearing me chat about my lovely client, Sarah. And uh, I'm Griff O'Hanlon with Cooper Hurley Injury Lawyers. And thanks a lot. This episode was brought to you by Cooper Hurley Injury Lawyers, a Virginia-based personal injury firm that helps those injured in car, truck, and motorcycle wrecks or other serious injury and wrongful death cases. To talk to an experienced personal injury lawyer about your Virginia case, call us at 757-333-3333 or visit us online at cooperhurley.com. Till next time. Cooper Hurley. Three, 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 three.